Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Unfriendly Black Hottie. It's your girl, Erin Shirley, and thank you for tuning in. As always, this is season three, um, and we're getting closer to the end of this season. I'd love to get some input on like what you guys want to hear, um, but in other words, let's tune into this week's episode. And this week, you and I will be discussing sexual health and STI stigmas um, and the like. So let's get into it. Sexually active women in 2020 have a responsibility, and that responsibility is to take care of their sexual health. Oftentimes, we go by certain myths that make us think that we're okay, but we're not. And this episode isn't distinctly for women either, it's for men too. I want us to really dive in deep and understand the sexual myths that we accept as truth and how that jeopardizes our health and in, can, and in turn creates STI myths and stigma, stigmatization of STIs. And let's get started. You meet someone and you guys haven't become intimate yet. They tell you, um, you know, like, I haven't had sex with anyone for, like, the last six months. The last time I got tested was, like, a week, a year ago, and I haven't had sex with anyone since then. And you accept that, right? Or you'll hear things like, I've only been in, like, two long-term relationships, and we always use condoms, so I know I'm okay, right? Or you'll even hear things like, oh, man, like, I don't need to get tested, Everyone that I have slept with, you know, they've already been tested, and I know they're clean, so I know I'm clean, right? We take these myths to be true and accept them as reality, but the only way you actually know you don't have anything is by being proactive about your sexual health. So, for example, many men are carriers for STIs. One of the most common STIs out there is called trichomonosis, or trick, Um, and in men, it shows zero symptoms. However, in a woman, or with someone who has a vagina, it extremely throws off the pH, you get extreme discharge, there's a strong odor, a lot of women think that trick is actually BV, bacterial vaginosis, because it has such a strong odor and it throws off your pH. And But in reality, it's the most common STI out there, and half of the population who carries the STI doesn't even show symptoms for it. On the extreme end, we have HPV as well. Um, HPV, human papillomavirus, is 
so common. It's considered like the common cold of, of, of STDs or STIs. And apparently men, again, show no symptoms for it, but can cause genital warts or, you know, cervical cancer. Um, women can be carriers for chlamydia and gonorrhea and have no symptoms as well. So this idea that someone being asymptomatic is problematic to basically infer that they're clean. Because, again, a lot of men are carriers because of the way um, they are just genetically set up. And the way vaginas are set up, it, it's harder for these viruses to thrive on a penis, but they, but they love moist and warm environments like the vagina, right? So... The big and short of this is you can't take people's word for it, and you can't even go by symptoms because not many people show symptoms for STIs. Also, there's this myth as well out there that I've heard that, like, you're in a committed relationship and you guys, you know, don't wear protection, so obviously they're clean. But someone not wearing protection with you doesn't necessarily mean they're clean. It just means that they're not wearing protection with you. Being in a committed relationship also doesn't protect you because people cheat as well. Unless you're abstinent, you are at risk. And the only way for you to really take care of yourself is by normalizing STI testing. The rule of thumb is every three months you have to get tested, especially if you have a new partner. And when you're on top of your sexual health and you know what your status is, it it, it kind of creates this kind of sense of pride where you don't want to accept anybody else who, who who does not have a confirmed status either. And because we have such poor understanding of how STIs are spread, and because we like go by myths and thinking that like you can get an STI and be super promiscuous, or at least there's that stigma that's attached to it, um, it makes us feel like getting an STI is such a bad thing, and it demoralizes people, and it decreases like self-esteem. But the truth of it is, is like a lot of things when you're sexually active like a lot a lot of things are super common and aren't that um it doesn't reflect your moral worth as much as it reflects the fact that you need to be more proactive about your sexual health and the partners that you sleep with it's really hard right like when you're in the moment and you, you meet someone, you kind of just want to even do the thing. Always use protection. While condoms do not protect you from everything, it's safer than never using one. And the stigma that's around STIs is ridiculous because it only shames people into thinking that they shouldn't go out and protect themselves or be active, proactive about their sexual health because it's like, oh, only hoes do that or only only people who have something need to do that. And by neglecting to do that, it only puts them at risk, not 
only getting something, but spreading it. If we're going to be healthy, proactive hoes, or if you're going to be someone who sleeps with people, you have a responsibility for yourself to be adequately informed about your sexual health. Have as many partners as you'd like, but just make sure you're safe. And this has been another episode of Unfriendly Black Hottie. Take care. does free testing and find out where that's happening in your state. Okay, bye.